You're watching Fat Million Knows Everything and it's called Fat Million Knows Everything because I do know everything. Now this week, we are still under the movement control order. We're still under not a lockdown because of the coronavirus. And this week, what I'm going to be talking to you about is fake news and how the government is trying to control it and this week, we are being brought to you by Ginkgo and Bali Tongsoi and Apambali. Okay, so, here's the deal. The government is trying to curb fake news because as you know, a lot of rumours are going around because people are panicking, people are scared, people are anxious. So a lot of like rumours and, and news that are not confirmed is being spread all around, especially on WhatsApp, especially by a certain group of people above a certain age. <laughs> all right? And you can tell them anything you want, they're still going to spread this news and they'll just say, I don't know if it's true or not, I'm just sharing, all right? which is just as bad. Lah. Now, the government, rightfully so, is trying to control this. Right? They don't want fake news to be coming out because it's not good, especially in the pandemic and the situation where the country is just not in a very uh, stable situation. Right? So it's not, it's not right now. Right? So rightfully so, the government is trying to control it, especially the, the, uh, the communications ministry. Right? They have to control it. Now, the funny thing is, now, I've, I've mentioned this in another episode of Fat Bidinos Everything. You can watch that episode, I'll link it. Right? Where you've got these ministers who are spreading fake news as well. Right? Remember, Dr. Adam Baba, health minister, says drink water scares the virus away. Stupid idiot. Uh, but <laughs> anyway, so the government under the Jabatan Penerangan Malaysia right, released like an infographic saying, Categorizing the different fake news, right, and um, how it can affect the pandemic and the situation in the country, um, and they will say they said they will take action, right, if people spread this kind of fake news. They categorize. They are like one, two, three, four, five, six categories of information that is fake, and they also like define the impact that it's going to cause, Right. So, now, number one, jenis-jenis maklumat menjatuhkan maruah dan image individu, reputasi, organisasi dan negara. Impact, basically, is it if you ruin the reputation of an individual or an organisation or the country. Right. The impact is menimbulkan kekeliruan, confusion among the people. Uh, and it could like affect the sensitivity, uh, privacy, and reputation of these individuals, organization, and even the country. Second type of category of fake news: menanam kebencian terhadap kerajaan, pemerintah, dan pemimpin, seeding hatred towards the government, rulers, and the leaders. Right, the government leaders. The impact is 
it mewujud mewujudkan ketidakpercayaan terhadap kerajaan pemerintah that means you are creating distrust for the people for uh, among the people for the leaders right and here's the thing when they come out with guidelines like this right it is so broad and basically it can cover anything they don't define fake news as being fake as being non credible and being non verified they are just saying that information or news that could ruin the reputation of an individual organization the country or the leaders right what if it's not fake what if it's true right and we want to criticize the the government we want to criticize the leaders because they're doing something that's not right would that be considered fake news as well huh? so this kind of categorization and definition of fake news i don't get it up i think it's not right okay um it goes on to say um, the the other kinds of um, fake news right is like berkaitan infrastruktur maklumat kritikal negara um like uh, don't talk i guess is it uh, information that is critical towards the infrastructure and information of the country right fahaman ajaran extreme extreme ideologies uh, uh, menyentuh sensitiviti keagamaan dan perkauman touching on sensitive issues like racial and religious issues right mengandungi unsur-unsur pornografi perjudian dan penipuan information that contains pornography gambling and lying how is this like helping to curb fake news related to covid-19 and coronavirus in the pandemic in the situation of this pandemic right now right i don't know right so i see that i see that what the government is trying to do is basically trying to curb people from criticizing totally right but here's the thing like i said just now right if it's true what's wrong with criticizing this will even put like actual journalists who are watchdogs for the for the government right against the government for the people right into trouble lah because it could just be said as fake news so they need to do something about this now i'm not the only person who is actually highlighting this other journalists and uh, activists and ngos that are related to like media and freedom of information and freedom of expression and that are also of concern right um so yeah i don't know what we're going to do about this I think that it's important to allow the media and journalists and the people to be critical about the leaders especially in a situation that we are in right now so that we don't fall under the trap where we have to listen to everything the leader says. Uh right now we have the National Security Council right which was formed during time of uh, Najib's administration by the prime minister several other senior leaders uh have total control of the country when i guess uh, an emergency is declared or a situation where it's considered critical is declared um and right now the movement control order has been declared legally i don't know you all if you are like a lawyers or you are very familiar with the law and constitution let me know in a situation like the mco does this mean that the cabinet and parliament is all like the 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 power is stripped and everything has to go through the national security council or not i don't know 
right? Um, because a lot of decisions are being made by the Prime Minister and his ministers uh, right now without going through Parliament, without going through uh, debate and all that, uh, which is understandable in the situation that we are in. So what does that mean? Does it mean that everything now comes under the jurisdiction of the NSC or not? I remember when the NSC was first formed, a lot of people were afraid right, that this was going to be used to uh, by the leaders to kind of rein everything up so that they have total control and nobody can do anything. I don't know. Right? So far, everything seems to be okay. Right? Honestly, uh, we, are, we are curbing, we are trying to flatten the curve, uh, we are trying to stop the virus from spreading, the MCO has been extended for another two weeks until 28th of March. People understand, for the most part, huh? people understand the, the severity of the situation and everybody wants to come out of this better. Right? Um, but with something like this, uh, it can slip under the radar and, you know, you might not be able to uh, fix it when something bad happens, right? And, uh, well, it's a dangerous situation to be in. Um, so, let me know what you think. If you think that the government needs to define fake news better, um, do you think that these six categories of fake news is actual fake news? Um, do you think this is a way for the government to uh, curb uh, freedom of expression, freedom of speech, freedom of the media and freedom of information? And the freedom for us to criticise the leaders and the government? Let me know what you think. Comment. Right? Um, so, yeah. Okay, now we are at that part where I just suggest something that I find interesting. So I'm going to let you know. Uh, I'm still into uh, watching... 80s films at night when we have our movie night at home with my kids and my wife, right? Uh, so we rotate, like I was saying in the last episode, we rotate. Everybody gets to pick a film every night, right? Each night. Uh, and whenever it comes to my night, I pick like a movie that I really enjoyed watching when I was a kid. And a couple of nights ago, my choice is something that I'm going to highlight to you guys. is one of my favourite films ever when I was growing up in the 80s. The Goonies, right? The Goonies, right? The Goonies, like, hey, you guys! Go join your friends, you wiggles! Hey, you The Goonies never say die, right? They die, they die, they die sick of falling down. They die sick of skeletons, right? Right, I love the Goonies. It was about a group of kids living in a town that was going to be shut down and all these houses are being foreclosed. It's like being repossessed by the bank and they're trying to find the rich stuff. They find a map by a pirate named One-Eyed Willy and they try to go and look for this rich stuff. It's not called treasure, it's called the rich stuff, right? So that they can save their town, right? And I watched this when I was a little kid. I was in primary school when the film first came out. And that was what instilled a sense of adventure in me. And eventually that made me want to become a war journalist and that's how I went to all these war zones to shoot war documentaries. And I owe it all to the Goonies, right? Steven Spielberg, the voice of my generation, okay? So I let my, my kids watch it and 
They love it! They each have their like favourite characters. They like Chang, they like Sloth, you know, Sloth, the big monster, who everybody thought was going to be the bad guy, but actually, he saves the day. He's like, hey, you guys! Right? Oh my god. It's the Goonies! Who does not like the Goonies? Watch it. I bet you, if you have never watched it before, you, you, kids who were not born in the 70s, who were born post... 1985 and above and 1990s in the 90s and all that watch the goonies i confirm you will like it if you don't like it let me know and we'll have a fight right okay so that's it like this video if you like it thumbs down if you don't like it subscribe um, follow us on all our social media platforms at fatbidin.com no sorry follow <laughs> i'm enjoying the tongsoi too much Follow us on all our social media platforms at FatBidin or go to FatBidin.com to get everything you've been watching and listening to. FatBidin knows everything. I've got three kids, one wife and me to support. So you've got to like, you know, help fund my life. So you actually can go to the FatBidin e-store right? I'm going to link it below. I'm going to link it below, right? And you can get actually like fat billion merchandise, right? And most of it are well, actually books. Are. I used to sell DVDs and films and all that, but hey, everything's available on YouTube now. So now if you want to get fat billion merchandise, it's mostly books. So I've got books here. I've got books here. See? See? See like this book? This is called uh, The Adventures of a Kerala in Afghanistan. It's a graphic novel. See? See? Graphic novel which I uh, wrote. Uh, and illustrated with my, with my buddy Apan, right? Uh, it's a non-fiction one. It's about my time in Afghanistan shooting a documentary for a month uh, when I was there. See, see, I'm a war journalist, right? So it's a really good book, right? Uh, I've got this non-fiction novel. It's called Operation Nasi Krabu, Finding Patani in an Islamic Insurgency. This book I wrote because I spent like a, I spent some time in Southern Thailand where there's a war there. You all know there's a war there, right? In Patani, right? Uh, I shot a documentary there which was banned for broadcast. But hey, they allowed me to publish a book. And if you get the book, there is a QR code at the back, right? There's a QR code at the back which allows you to watch it for free online. Oh, where's the QR code? Where's the QR code? Ah, there's the QR code, right? It's online, meaning you scan the QR code, you go to my YouTube channel. Okay, um, I've got another book. This is called Journal Dad, the Chronicles of a Journalist who Happens to be a Father. It's a, it's a compilation of my articles, my column when I was writing for the Malaysian Insider. It's all about like me being a journalist and raising a family at the same time. It's really funny. It's funny. It's funny. My best-selling book. Liberal, Malay and Malaysian, Writings of a Walking Contradiction. This is a compilation also of my uh, column in the Malaysian Insider. This one focuses more on like politics, race, uh, demonstration, democracy and religion and things like that. It's funny too. All my books are funny because I'm a funny guy, right? Yes, I am. And if you like films, I sell this book. See, I wrote this book with my buddy Wan Chun Hong. It's a guide to filmmaking, indie filmmaking. Uh, every chapter talks about one aspect of filmmaking and it, every chapter also interviews one like a uh, really prominent Malaysian filmmaker. It's really good. You can get all these books at the Fat Bidin e-store. Come on, feed my kids.